three, two, one. Welcome, folks, to the Depth Noodle Show, where we talk about the most irrelevant shit on the internet. Hope you're all doing amazing today. It is Wednesday in America. <laughs> um, hope you're all having an amazing today. Amazing today. Hope you're having an amazing today. That makes sense for some reason. Hope you're having an amazing today. Even though it doesn't. Because, yeah. I mean, I hope you're having an amazing today. But usually it's hope you're having an amazing day. Um, anyway, folks. I'm just checking to see if we are live. And how everything is going. Uh, yes, we are live. Okay, here we go. Let me share this. Uh, because I'm still banned on Twitch. And I can't share my Twitch on my social media. Which, if I share a link to my Twitch, it goes immediately to the live. But on YouTube, unless I share the actual link to the live, it doesn't take people anywhere. Which is uh, which is funny, right? Um, okay, I'm just sharing this. I want to post it. I pre-recorded these stories on Instagram too. How's everybody doing this morning? Oh, yeah, Red Bar's watching it. Good for him. Good for Red Bar. Hey, Red Bar. You want a chocolate bar? Um, let me just share this real quick. Um, okay, join us. I just got, you know, you got to write the text on Instagram when you post a link. Otherwise, it's it's a Wednesday. It definitely feels like a Wednesday, folks. By the way, this show, I'm, uh, it's just me. Uh, so, Leah booked the job. And Steven's out in, in New York doing shows. So, how's everybody doing out there in uh, in the YouTube land? Oh, thank you so much, Tara. How you doing, Taking Crown? Uh, a Wrinkle in Time. How you doing? What even is this? I like that username. Hey, much love from Sonoma. Baby, fuck, it's Wednesday, baby. <laughs> fuck, baby, fuck, yes. <laughs> Uh, what's his name? I forgot the name of the dude who does that. It goes on H3 and does that. Uh, yes, you get me all to yourselves today and on Friday. Oh, shit. I was supposed to have a guest today. I don't even know. I don't even think he's coming by anymore because it's, uh. Oh, 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 wow. Uh. Oh, wow. This is unrelated. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this is... So, I was supposed to have somebody help me yesterday with the camera set up. Uh, it's like a specialist. And the person just texted me. They didn't show up yesterday at 6 o'clock. And I texted them asking, hey, you still coming or whatever? You know, and uh, didn't hear back. But he just texted me this morning. Some really fucked up shit happened with his family. Which is extremely understandable. Uh, yeah. No guest would be fitting with a title. Yes, folks. I want to play the sad music. Where is the dramatic music? No, it's not this dramatic music. Damn it, where is it? No, it's not that either, even though that is kind of appropriate. Uh, <laughs> uh, where is it? Nope. It could kind of work. Yeah, it could kind of work. Uh, anyway, folks, I have been abandoned by my friends here. Let me look. Sad piano music. Let me look this up. Sad. So I can set the mood. Okay. Sad piano music. Uh, 
Sad, lonely music. Yes, this is what we're going to get. Uh, sad piano music. Hopefully this doesn't get claimed. Now, folks, hey, uh, can I throw a black and white filter? Hold up. I'm going to throw a black and white filter on me right now. Hold up. We're going to go all out, bro. We're going to go all out for this. Uh, can't wear the filters. <laughs> uh, where is it? Color correction. Okay. Color correction. Saturation. Yes. Yes. Here we go. Boom. Okay. I'm even going to pause Beavis and Butthead in the background. Okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. It's a very sad day, folks. All my friends abandoned me. I was having a good day. Then I found out that Steven's going to New York to go do a show at Union Hall the day after tomorrow. And Leah booked the job. She's going and acting all over the place. And now I'm left here completely by myself. Absolutely alone. It's scary to be alone, folks. You know it. I've been alone many a times. Many, many a times. And it's scary. But I'm here. And I have all of you in the chat to guide me along on this difficult journey of hosting a show by myself. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, folks. My life is falling apart. The headlines. Oh, the headlines. They don't stop. The clickbait. And my friends nowhere to be seen to support me. What is a man supposed to do without his friends? What is a man supposed to do without his friends? Even my dogs abandoned me. My dogs today chose my parents over me. My parents are visiting, folks. They're hanging out with me for a couple of weeks. I get to see them once a year. And my dogs had the audacity to choose my parents over me. Apollo goes straight to their room in the morning. He doesn't even hang out in my room anymore. He just sits by the room and he starts doing that little yelping noise. That pugs do, yo. He does it at their door. He used to do it at my door. He doesn't love me anymore. It said, Moist Critical. Somebody mentioned him in the chat. Yes, Moist Critical. Even he's shitting on me. The whole world has turned against me. Oh, cruel world. Cruel world. It definitely is a Wednesday in America. A very sad Wednesday in America. You know, but in the middle of all of this, I still have the chat. I'm grateful because I still have the chat. The chat always has my back. The chat is always there for me. 
telling me certain things like this account is so embarrassing at your big age nearly 40. yes folks i was supposed to be 87 years old i'm an old man i went from being 20 something to 80 something in a split second and now everything even youth has left me even youth has left me <laughs> passive aggressively not funny again even the funny has left me <laughs> nothing is with me anymore my life is over i can keep going on for years folks <laughs> just doing this improv uh this shit is stale and cringe dude move on the fuck is going on i don't know either my life is falling apart ah I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack. 40 year old hairline king. That's probably the only thing I have going on for me. Let's be real. I got good hair for 40. <laughs> it's the only thing I got going on for me. My hair. Which many of you may not know, but for men, it's the equivalent of women having big breasts. Uh, having a good hairline for men is like, kind of like that. Uh, the best thing is to be forever young. In the, uh, in, in silly ways, it keeps us alive. Yes! Yes, be forever young. <laughs> I guess that's a flex, Brittany. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Great hair. Yes, I appreciate it. Yes, yes. Tattoos. Tattoos. Bird's nest? You're calling my hair a bird's nest? Even my hair has left me. <laughs> my hair is sloppy. I fell out of bed. Unbelievable. Somebody said, shut up, you fool. See you on the second. I will see you there. With Skidmark Steve? Who's Skidmark Steve? <laughs> oh, right. Why are you calling him that? Leave Steven out of this. This is between you and me. Steven is a good guy. Don't get him involved in this. Your hairbrush left you. Yes, even my hairbrush left me. Even my hairbrush left me. Even my subs are leaving me. Somebody asked, how do you feel about your subs leaving you? They left me. I am in pain. Uh, somebody said, Dennis, when you're done with uh, the sadness, please remember to address chat issues. Yes, we even got chat issues. Oh my goodness. Everybody has left me. I'm all alone. Bro, you're such a loser. I'm a loser. Oh, my goodness. I am such a loser. Did his friends really left them? Yes, they did. Everybody left them. Now I have this big space in the heart of Hollywood. And nobody wants to go through it. They just walk by looking at it saying, Oh, that's where that weirdo YouTuber stays. Stay away from that place. The guy is alone. He lied about his age once. And he's weird. I heard he has a comedy club in there. And that roast battle. Even this guy named Penguins didn't like it. Kim was right. The only solution is rollerblading. Kids, whoever said this isn't. Oh, this isn't comedy. People are saying this isn't comedy. Uh, dark era noodles. Yes, very dark era. 
things have gotten very dark. Even Paramount left him. Even Paramount, they paused Beavis and Butthead. My, even my voice has left me. It is cracking. This sucks. Anyone have suggestions for early morning YouTube videos looking for some funny takes on news? Even my followers left me. People are looking for funny takes on news other places. Oh, lonely, hellish world. Why do you treat me like this? Even my sanity left me. Even A Street left me. Even Reddit left me. Everybody has turned their backs on me. Miranda Sings probably likes you. Yes, Miranda Sings probably loves me. Uh, that made me mad. No, H3 didn't leave me. No, no, look, I'm joking, okay? H3, H3 has not left me, please. Okay, that was a joke, just to clarify, please. And now I'm, somebody said, time to drop an OnlyFans. I have been relegated to dropping an OnlyFans now. That is all I have left. Sharing dick pics on the internet for all of your amusements and perhaps sexual gratification. Uh, Def, you give off big uh, fire festival energy. Yes, I'm, I'm down better than Ja Rule. <laughs> I'm down worse than Ja Rule. Uh, <laughs> what's the whole thing? Somebody just told me recently that 50 Cent literally bought out an entire venue to make Ja Rule look bad. <laughs> He just bought one of Ja Rule's entire shows to make Ja Rule perform for no one. Bring Gabby Hanna on. Yes, I have been relegated to hosting people like Gabby Hanna. Who, by the way, what the hell's going on over there? Anybody have any idea what's going on? I uh, hope she's doing okay. People gonna haters bait. Yes, that's all that is left. Uh... I just got to the big breasts. No more like non-saggy boobs like me. <laughs> R. Kelly left me for jail. Yes. Oh my goodness. Even R. Kelly abandoned me. And nobody wanted R. Kelly. Not even Oprah. I've been completely abandoned. <laughs> Courtney, you are delusional. Uh, that's like when my penis hurts from Dennis. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what was that all about? Woe is you! Woe is me! I'm just waiting for the day that my heart decides to leave me. And no more pumping of the blood. Nothing. Even the guy who was supposed to help me set up the cameras yesterday left me. He had a very good excuse, by the way. But even he left me. The black and white. Uh... Death must be a cow because I feel like this has been regurgitated five times already. Hey, can I actually... I want to look something up. Uh, what is my Chinese horoscope? Let me see. I'm pretty sure... I am a cow! <laughs> that is my Chinese horoscope. I have officially become a little cow. Oh no! Oh! The world is falling apart! I am... Dennis, the penis is tickling? What are you talking about? My is a goat. Oh, you are so lucky. Mine is a monkey. Oh, you are so lucky. It's a wet wipe? What? LOL, the ch what kind of title is this? Well, welcome. Welcome. 
<laughs> it's an ox, okay? It's not a cow, but I, it's funnier if it's a cow, okay? Don't fact check me. I have become the Amy Schumer of YouTube comedy officially. People are calling me Brendan Schaub. Amy Schumer. Even though Amy Schumer had a few good specials, let's be honest, okay? Shameless King, I have become absolutely shameless. I have nothing to go back to as far as shame. Even shame has left me. <laughs> I, for one, want to see... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Amy Schumer tickled this. <laughs> this person's just commenting about that. Oh, no, not Amy Schumer, not a white woman. Uh, it's true. It's funnier if it's a cow. Yes, it is. <laughs> Joker arc. I have embarked on my Joker arc. <laughs> I cannot turn back any more. Sanity has left me. My friends have left me. I'm officially a little cow. I'm following my Chinese zodiac. I am not even a wooden ox. I am a cow. <laughs> uh, what is going on? Well, where do we begin? Everyone has left me. But chat has not left me. Chat has my back. Even Twitch has left me. <laughs> I'm looking forward to being back on Twitch. Big federal cow. Yes, this what I have become. Comedian takes Joker arc. Love it. What happened to your friends? Oh, they are... They all abandoned me. They have all left. Talk about the allegations. Yes, the only thing that's coming towards me are allegations. Allegations and more allegations. I can't get away from allegations for the life of me. Oh, sweet misery. When will you leave me alone? I miss Twitch chat. Oh, I miss Twitch chat too. Sweet old Twitch chat. And your emotic hats. Your emotes. Even though I completely forgot to load them on the site, I still have to do it. I have like 300 of them saved up, but Twitch. Sweet Twitch, the Chad emote. Whatever happened to that emote? It's gone. Somebody said, Dev, you are indeed a white person. I have lost my Brazilianness. I am no longer Brazilian. Oh, even my home country has left me. Unbelievable. Somebody said Twitch chat is trash. Real chat gang over here. Shout out to all the chats. I love all my chats. A small bunch of tickets for sale. Uh, <laughs> for next roast. No, we sold out the place, bro. And we have another show this Friday. 8 p.m. Tickets are on sale right now. Go check my Twitter. Def, are you taking any calls? I may take some calls. For Patreon members. Plus members get to call in. Oh, sweet misery. Please tell me the Patreon gold members would not abandon me. People only love you on Friday. Face it. Game over. Yes. Wednesday's a rough day. Let's be real. It's too far away. From, it's like not completely out of the way from Monday. And too far away from Friday. I don't think anybody... Really, you know, uh, yeah. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It's easier to sell a place that seats five people. Yes! I can't even sell two tickets. Oh, sweet misery. It's so easy. I sold I sold both of the tickets to my parents. And not even what they want to show up to my show. Can't even talk anymore. Not even my parents want to show up to my show. Oh no! Glad you wanted to move away from doing the cat character to still do voices and act even more like a child. Even my adulthood has left me. The pain of being an adult and not having adulthood on your side. Somebody said, was Ernesto really your uncle? Even the truth is coming out. Even my uncle is getting exposed. Yes, Ernesto was my uncle. He was my uncle. He's in fact also my godfather. Ernesto. My uncle Ernesto. <laughs> Grown man. Yeah. It's getting old. Please move on. <laughs> Even the bitch has left me. <laughs> uh... I'm not dating anyone. I am single. Even the dating life has left me. You are the worst thing to happen to Brazil since the 7-1 against Germany. Even the Brazilian football gene has left me. <laughs> Ernesto shirtless also. Was Ernesto shirtless? Did he, <laughs> did he show up shirtless somewhere? <laughs> You're dating the drama. Yes, I'm dating the drama. Sweet misery. What is happening, Kayla? As if they're donating $2, please notice me. You have been noticed. Love this stream. I love you too. 37 skull faces. Even life is leaving me. I'm closer every day, a day closer with a foot in the grave. 13 years to 50. That's literally... No, my acting range is actually 22 to 40, I think. That's the last time that I checked. Dennis is Brazil with Ernesto and Cardi B can't even catch up to the way Ernesto make me want. Uh, what's going on, Chaotic Games? Def, you are nearly 50. Even young ages left me. I'm closer to 50. Then I am closer to 18. 
Wow, I never realized that, actually. That is true. What the fuck are you talking about, Beth? Even sanity has left me. <laughs> uh, sorry, you don't pull a 40. You're, uh... Keep it at 37. Okay. Even 40 has left me. <laughs> it's Pet Cemetery. Misspelled on purpose for the movie. Yes. Def definitely needs help, Noodles. His thoughts are like noodles. Yes, even my thoughts have left me. They've become noodles. This is, <laughs> this is so good. I, I'm glad you appreciate it. My downfall. People are loving it. I see all the videos. Deaf Noodles is a downfall. The man's life is over. He has no career. You're as old as your IP number is. You're so old, your IP number is one. Yes. I am old and original. Somebody said knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> Dark Noodles. Even the deaf has left me. Deaf, find yourself a wife and start a family. Nobody loves me in this world. Everybody has left me. Do I have the possibility of finding a wife someday? I don't know. I don't know. Where's Tiana and Israel? They've also left me. That's such a complicated story. But uh, anyway. <laughs> I still have chat. Even among all of the backlash. The downfall. And everything going on in my life. Everything. Chat has not left me. <laughs> I prefer dark noodles with his trusty shotgun. I need to go sicko mode. Even my sanity has left me. That is the only option. For sad noodles. For dark noodles. Grab the shotgun. How much money for you to take a vacation, step away from the internet for a month or something? Even the internet wants to abandon me. I'm not going anywhere, bro. Let's be real. I fucking love this shit. At least you still have your hairline, yes. But you know what? I need bell music. I took a shower this morning. And some hair fell out. So even my hairline is leaving me. Somebody asked, do you think you take criticism well? Even the criticism has left me. My ability to take criticism has left me. Is this grown man still crying? Still trying for the uh, for, to convince people he's funny? Even the funny, the funny left me a long time ago, buddy. One, one, one. What the hell is one? The one about? It's giving Onision. Yes. I have been relegated to being the most hated man on the internet. I am worse than Onision Andrew Tate. And I can't even remember all the awful people all wrapped up into one. Yes, even though those men are sex traffickers. Abusers, I am far worse. My credibility, my reputation has fully left me. I am definitely... Dennis is wearing a wig, y'all. Even my hair has left me. I'm 
relegated to wearing a wig. No one can hear me. They can hear me. Of course they can hear me. One was for spilling the Tiana Israel tea. Nothing happened. Israel is just, uh, he needed to take a break. And Tiana, uh, I think she, she had something planned for this week. So, I'm going to Burning Man this weekend. That's the only good thing in my life right now. Uh, Israel was my editor. Shout out, uh, shout out Dadpool. I'm recording this and want to show my friends. The mighty Death Noodles noticed me. Hey, shout out to Dadpool. Let's go, Burning Man. Yes! Burning Man. I'm so excited for Burning Man. You have no idea. I've been wanting to go for years. I can't hear you. Really? You can't hear me? Are you trolling me? Even the chat has left me. <laughs> Poor Israel. Yeah, he'll be all right. I, I check on, uh, in on him from time to time. He just needed to take a break. Uh, I should have said yes uh, to going to Burning Man when my aunt asked. I, I'm so excited for it. You have no idea. It's going to be so bomb-ass. What are you talking about? The uh, Burning Man? Yeah, I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, are you okay? No! I am not okay. I am far, far, far from okay. I have a thousand miles there. Life, as I know it, is falling apart. I saw somebody on Reddit literally break down my accounting. And in fact, and even though it's completely wrong in every way, shape, or form, my life is falling apart. That is further evidence that my life is falling apart. Lay said, or Lee said, Dennis, I start school again next week. Give me your power. I will give you my power. I will transfer all my power to you. It is transferred. Somebody said in Portuguese. They said in Portuguese that somebody's crying because I call them corny. Yo. It's, uh... <laughs> everything has left me. Uh, it's so funny. How can people do deep dives like that? Yeah, the world's a funny place, bro. Anything on Ace Family? Uh... No. And now the power has left you. Yes, the power has left me. Now power cleanser should be like Dennis be twerking for likes. <laughs> uh, I will maintain his power. Yes, Lee, please take care of my power. I pass it on to you. I hope you treat it responsibly. Take care of it. With great power comes great responsibility. The pod is, uh, this pod is a black and white movie. Yes. It's an experimental black and white movie made by somebody in the first year of the college film class. <laughs> you ever watch those? I used to watch so many of those. I took film classes for a while. I was also involved with like uh, the NYU community in New York. So I watched a lot of them. What's your plan for Burning Man? Do you have a camp you're staying at? You know, I haven't really thought that far. I have a car. <laughs> That's all I have. Uh, 
I don't know what my plan is, really. I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, Ace Fest seemed like a movie. It did. It did. Somebody said, Dennis is looking good in black and white. Hey, I should go back to the silent era and be an actor back then. You know, that's really what I feel like my calling is. If anybody knows H.G. Wells out there, get him to get me a time machine so I can go back. Because even the future has left me. I look better in the past than I do in the future. Bonjour from pa Paris. Vous voulez, mon ami. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. I don't even know what I'm saying. I hope I'm not offending anyone. I'm just saying words that I know. Dennis is sleeping on the floor at Burning Man. Yes, I'm sleeping on... Not the floor. The ground. It's the desert. Quite literally. Uh, I know you're being sarcastic, but... You have people there for you. Keep on going. I appreciate that, Jules. You don't have to worry about me. I'll be okay. I just swore in Paris. No! Even Paris has left me. And I will be canceled in France. Can you imagine being canceled in France? In French? I don't even... I can't even imagine what that's like. That must be... That must be rough. I mean, I wouldn't know what the hell's going on. More like a fuck ton of dirt. Yes, that's really. Why are you going through a Britney Spears moment? Aren't we all, Athena? We are all going through a Britney Spears moment, okay? The pandemic has left me. Has left all of us. And now we're all left to our devices. Trying to get back to life normally. And things just don't feel normal again. It's weird, right? <laughs> Feels like we're all trying to get back to normal, but things just don't seem to get back to normal. It's an American thing. Espanol stream. Buenas tardes, mi amigos. Como estas? Estas bien? Mis amigos. De España. De Barcelona, Bar I can't even say it. Barcelona, Barcelona. You know, like in, in Spain, they, they say, they, they, they say like Barcelona, Ibiza. They don't say Ibiza, they say Ibiza. I love the accent there, by the way. I have friends who are from Spain. Uh, somebody said, what, what were you thinking when Corey was criticizing how he got famous in response to Moist Critical, even though it was directed at Charlie? I mean, he's right. Corey's 100% right. That's part of the reason why I'm trying. I'm changing up my content. It, uh, I, I don't want to do that anymore. I agree with Corey. Quit telling him to shave his head. You know, I may end up shaving... Uh, I you, you just swore in Spanglish. <laughs> That's funny. I may end up having to shave my hair... Uh, because I, I'm, we were going to film a movie that we wrote and, uh, I have to, it's part of the reason why I'm growing out the beard. I usually don't grow my beard out this long. So I'm growing out my beard as long as possible. So this is the thing. Somebody said, don't shave your head. So I may, I, I'm also considering either growing out my hair and making it look like crazy. I have to look like a madman in the video, in the movie. But, uh, you know, that's why I'm growing out my beard as much as possible. I'm probably going to grow it for like another month. 
Uh, and then I'm thinking of growing out my hair too, but yeah, I usually don't like having like this much beard, you know. Somebody said, congrats, pterodactyl. What happened to pterodactyl? Uh, buy hair, do something crazy so you end up on the new Philip DeFranco. Oh, I don't think I have to do that much crazy stuff to end up on news channels nowadays. I can just say stuff and people will pick it up. That's pretty wild. Bring back the Minecraft cat. Even the Minecraft cat has abandoned me. He has left me. The Minecraft cat. Somebody said, you look good with scruff though. Well, I appreciate it. It's just, I, I don't like the upkeep of beards. Somebody said, get box braids. Well, you really want me to get canceled, huh? Uh, somebody said, Rich Lux is going to have a fit. He's already making videos about you saying you look haggard. Yeah, yeah, well, you'll see why I look haggard. I mean, I, I'm doing it for a movie role that we wrote. Uh, no fica triste, no. They said, that's uh, one of my Brazilian fans right here. They said, don't be, don't be sad, please. Uh, even happiness has left me. Somebody said, Philly doesn't do irrelevant news, just real news. Even relevancy has left me. <laughs> uh, I'm at work. Anyway, you can stop the piano. Even the piano has left me. Piano, come back. Piano. Somebody said, I like the crazy hair idea. Yeah, it's for a character that I'm playing. We wrote a movie. Uh, is doing a movie right now really a smart decision as your life implodes in epic public fashion? Even my life has left me. Bro, you don't understand. I'm going to do a movie regardless. I don't care what the fuck's going on around me. I'm going to do what the fuck I want. Shit, smart idea. You think you think I'm basing my decisions on what other, what other people are saying about me? No. I don't give a fuck, fuck dude. I have creative ideas, and I'm not going to stop having them. Can we have the colors back? Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see if I can get that. Let me let me try it. Let me try it. Let me see what I can do for you, okay? Give me a sec, okay? Let me call Let me call my supervisor, all right? Let me see. Let me see. Let me call. Hey, uh, hey buddy. Hey, supervisor. <laughs> Who's my supervisor? <laughs> <coughs> Even my supervisor has left me. <laughs> okay. Even the black and white has left me. Okay, that's, uh, that's enough, all right? I don't even know how long I went with that bit for. I'm 40 minutes in. Have I been doing this bit for 20 minutes? That is wild. Color is not in the budget. It is not in the budget, most definitely. Even Dennis's immune system, even my immune system left me. That is crazy. I love your hair now. Well, I appreciate it. I cut it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. Tell TJ, DJ Khaled to increase the budget. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he would write me a check, I'd be so happy. Where the hell is DJ Khaled? Let's bring him over right now, right? Uh, you look better in black. Go back. Okay, hold up. Let me bring DJ Khaled over. Come here, Khaled. <coughs> I don't know what I got in my throat all of a sudden. Even my throat has left me. Uh, okay, here we go. DJ Khaled. There you go, buddy. Thank you for joining the stream. See, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. DJ Khaled has not left me. DJ Khaled just left me. Uh, <laughs> we chat. We chat. Uh, 
Okay, there we go. DJ Khaled. By the way, the best part about this is that he's wearing a salmon, full salmon suit, and salmon sneakers. So, yeah. Uh, even your esophagus has left me. Even my esophagus has left me. Amateur throat, I can teach you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, well, it was uh, blacked out on your screen on one of the last pods. Oh, yeah, the... So for the video where we reacted uh, to the uh, to Charlie's video, it got claimed. The Beavis and Butthead video got claimed, so I had to black it out so that it didn't get claimed. Uh, it doesn't for some reason it doesn't get claimed in the stream because I think I have the chat over it, so it confuses the YouTube algorithm. But in that video, because I didn't have the chat over it, it was pre-recorded. It uh, you know, it got claimed. It was like big parts of it too. Have you listened to uh, Pink Venom by Blackpink? I haven't listened to that song yet. I heard, I heard the um, the teaser for it. Have they released it? We smoke for death, so he doesn't need to. We chat unite, yes, unite. We chat unite. By the way, I was giving out weed at the end of the episode. That was not the episode, the, the last show that we did. That was like the most fun thing I ever did. I always wanted to do that. Just walking around giving people little nuggets. Uh, his eyes were so glad. Uh, I think he does smoke because his eyes were so glassy on roast night. Oh, you think me? You think I, sm I, did, I didn't smoke. I don't smoke anymore. I used to. I All, my, all the people that I know smoke, but I haven't really smoked in a long time. Maybe four years? I think so. Maybe four years. Everybody loves nuggets. Yep. 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 Yeah. I was giving it out. It was, uh, you know why? It reminded me, you know, there's a story about Janis Joplin. I don't even know what the story is exactly, but, oh, it was, it was at her. She asked one of her friends to have weed brownies or hash brownies given out. On her funeral. And I always thought that was like... It was like a really nice thing, you know? Um, you know, she's like looking out for her friends. After she's like not here, right? It, it kind of like creates a little memory and experience for everybody, right? That's what I kind of wanted. I was like really focused on giving uh, everybody an experience. Were you fully sober during the show? Of course I was. The amount of work that I was doing, there if I was high, there would be absolutely absolutely no way for me to do it. I was running tech. I was running audio. I was running lights. I was running the videos. I was performing and hosting. It was like I was doing 12 different things. If I was high, I wouldn't even have shown up probably. I would have forgotten that I had the show. Somebody said, roll me up and smoke me when I die. I heard people have done that too. <laughs> when you're dropping, I'm not dropping a moist critical diss track. I'm not dropping that. Uh, you could have a, a chocolate bar. What's a chocolate bar? Actual chocolate? Chocolate? Yeah. My voice is gone. <clears throat> I don't know what happened to it. Somebody said, I like your shirt, my friend. Well, then may the force be with you too. The Force is the one thing that hasn't left me. Is that a movie from the 80s? Uh, what, this movie? This is uh, Beavis and Butthead. Or you're asking the movie that we're shooting? The movie that we're shooting, uh, no, it's contemporary, current day. It's a Willie Nelson song, Def. Which one? 
Okay, I lost the plot somewhere over here. Just high on life, baby. Yeah, that's usually, yeah. Uh, that's usually how I am. I would fly out to DJ your show. Yo, you know, I used to DJ. You ever hear my stories about being a DJ? It's wild. Ever since your voice le has ever, even your voice has left you. Even my voice has left me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I usually like, uh, Somebody said, Dennis, you have enough followers as someone who would help you during your shows. So, you know, like, uh, what happened was there was, you know, Israel, Israel had to take a break. So we've been, uh, you know, like working out to see who can in the meantime, like fill in that spot. And because, <clears throat> pardon me, my voice really did leave me. And because there were like, uh, there were people making like some really weird threats online uh, for that first uh, event, like uh, Tiana got a little scared, which is understandable. So she just wanted to go home early. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, Alex said, pumped to hear you're also doing regular comedy shows as well at the place. You should reach out to J Jason Ellis. He's a newer LA comic. That's great. Okay. Thank you so much. I'll reach out. Uh, yeah, so this is the thing. We're, we're going to start rolling out weekly shows. Um, we have the first one this Friday. We have two shows. And then next week, we're going to have, on Friday, we're going to have three shows, including the roast battle. And then we'll announce Wednesday's show, which is the first one that we're going to put on the calendar. We're going to put, um, we're going to have three shows on Wednesday. So... Yeah, well, eventually this place is going to be popping, right? Did his crew actually quit? No, they didn't quit. It's just like different things happened. Uh, but yeah, they didn't quit. No, <laughs> don't start that. That's going to be the next headline. Dev Nudas' crew abandoned him. <laughs> I can see the 30 videos that are going to come out. And somebody's going to make a video crying. Oh, Dev Nudas' crew abandoned him. He lied to me. <laughs> That's in the thumbnail. <clears throat> I do have security. I had two security at the front door and I had one security at the back door. So we had plenty of security. Um, why did you get rid of the little green men? Who are the little green men? I forgot. I'm trying to remember because this podcast has gone through so many phases. I'm trying to remember the little green men. Somebody said, who the hell is Red Bar and why is he buying all the tickets? I have no idea what the hell is going on with that. Uh, like I said, Dennis, the doorman slash guards were cute. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were good guys. They were um I'm probably gonna work with them again. Um the guy working the back door was also very, very nice. Uh somebody said it makes me so sick to hear uh people treat especially Tiana that way. What's wrong with people that think that is okay? Yeah. I mean, you have no idea. Um <clears throat> it was crazy, like all the shit that was you know, we had security. Uh, I was going to get security anyway because I want to make sure. Like, at the end of the day, I was even telling this to one of the security guards. Uh, Jason, very nice guy. I'm probably going to have him uh, work the back door again. Um, like, at the end of the day, what I'm really... Con I don't care about my own safety, honestly. I care about my patrons. The people who are there, who pay to get a show, that's really who, who matters to me. Um, and my friends who are performing, too. So that's why I had security. 
You know, if uh, as long as people aren't fucking with the audience members and my fellow comics, I don't care. Like, fuck with me all you want at the end of the day. You know? Um, so, yeah. Somebody said, stop the cap death. What, what am I capping about? Yeah, but this is the thing. Like, if I have to make a decision, somebody said, no, you and everyone's safety yet. But if I have to make a decision, my safety over my guest's safety, I would much rather be the one who who has the thing happen to them than the guests. Does that make sense? <clears throat> um, are you going to make your club more accessible for people in wheelchairs? I mean, the club, you can walk straight from the street into the club. There's on the sidewalk, there's like a ramp. And if, if there's somebody who needs a wheelchair, all we have to do is move a seat over and they can, uh, you know, they can, uh, you know, pull up their chair wherever they want. The space is pretty wheelchair accessible uh, already. Uh, Jessica said, I like this. Just talking with you on the pod for once. It's a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was explaining earlier, uh, Stephen has a show in New York. Leah got booked for a bunch of acting gigs. So, uh, it's just me. Uh, and I, I like it too. Fire safety. We are, we're fully up to code. Everything is up to code. I have insurance. I had to get, I had to get all this shit done so I could even sign the lease. Okay. That's how it works. You can't sign a lease on a commercial property if you don't have everything in line. And they check every dot, every T, they cross it. If you want to, we can go into that really boring conversation of insurance. I'm sure... Everybody in the chat would love to hear all the nitty-gritty details about insurance policies. It's definitely the most entertaining conversation. <laughs> I literally, like, when I was... <laughs> it's just, uh, insurance is so funny. The guy, the guy, my insurance uh, person is a very nice guy. He's very, very nice. I love him. Uh, Jesus, if you're watching this, I love you. Not, and I'm not talking about Jesus, Jesus. His name is Jesus, like Jesus. Uh, so, uh, save me a ticket, please. Uh, for what? For the roast? I may put some more tickets, uh, on sale later today. I have to check a couple of things, but there are tickets for the Friday show currently available. I could drop them in the chat right now. Uh, this is going to be our first, uh, the first show, like first non-roast show that we're going to do here on Friday. Um, and it's going to be really good. We're going to have some really great comics from Los Angeles. Uh, like the, the thing about Los Angeles is that the talent pool, LA and New York, the talent pool is so big. There are so many comedians. It, it just, you know, really, uh, there's a lot of people who are like fucking hilarious. Uh, okay, here's tickets for the Friday show uh, if you want to come. Somebody said, please do an SL, SLC roast. What is that? Uh, are you going to ever do shows that are out of state? Yes, we are planning on going on tour eventually. I'm first. Uh, I'm first. Do employees get in for free? Yes, Israel. If you want to stop by, feel free. Just let me know. Uh, are you, so a show's out of state. Yeah, so we're looking. I have to first like establish the place. It has to be working and everything has to be going on, like going good. <laughs> You know, and then I can start going on tour. But we do plan on going on tour very soon. Uh, here's another show that's the like kind of a uh, an opening, a warmer show for the Friday show, which is the big show. 
Um, any YouTubers coming to the roast? Yeah, there are a few YouTubers coming. Um, why is someone asking if you pay your mods? It's kind of no one's business. They're asking that? I, I mean... Oh, yeah, the mod thing. People are asking me about mods. So, um... The, as far as like the moderation of the chat, I feel like it's somebody uh, somebody messaged me on Patreon. I think it was a wrinkle in time. They were saying that there was some kind of miscommunication. So, like this is how I interpret the ch the chat and ha what I think is fun to have as far as like chat, uh, you know, guidelines, right? For us, for our uh, our channel, right? Um, I think it's fun when people can just talk and do stuff and spam stuff to a limit right like and, and i'm not saying like spamming is bad i'm saying like the limit for me is when it starts becoming uh, stuff like racial slurs or like um you know stuff that people are spamming purposely to try to get me like banned <laughs> on twitch you know because the chat shows up on the screen and if they're spamming certain things it may get me banned so to me that's like the limit right if people want to spam uh like tomatoes I don't care. Spam the tomatoes. Spam the pancakes. Uh, if the mods think that, personally think that, uh, spamming that kind of stuff is like getting in the way of the chat having interactions, then I'll leave it up to the mods. Um, I think the chat can be so fun if people are allowed to just express themselves on the in the chat however they want, right? Um, so, I, like, I'm going to leave it at the mods' like discretion, for the mods to like, if you feel like there's too much spamming of emojis or whatever, like feel free to do whatever you want. But in my, my thought is like, you know, uh, it, it just, it can be fun to have that. Like that's part of the culture. That's part of the reason why I put a chat by the stage. Cause I wanted to bring the chat. I like this. You know what I mean? I wanted to integrate it, you know? Uh, so yeah. Oh, somebody also mentioned that there may have been a few people who are uh, muted on YouTube. Let me check. I, I can maybe just go in and unmute them right now. Uh, they were telling me that I should do that. So, yeah, that's really... I, I'm kind of not, like, heavy hand. I'm really, I really have, like, a light touch when it comes to that. Uh, I, I, I like the idea of people interacting. I love online interactions. And, like, that's why I put the chat on stage because I, I, I think it, it's a funny element to add. Too, you know what I mean? Um, somebody said there's a weird guy commenting on a dude's wife in the chat. So weird. It, that is weird, yeah. Uh, it would be cool if you did if you did the chat to show above you the person on the stage can see it and feed off the stupid silly energy. Yeah. So the chat is uh, is by the stage. I I set I literally set up a television next to the stage. So that the chat could keep playing and people were interacting with it. It was actually, it was pretty cool uh, to see it at first. And, and it's like, it's something that's never been done in like any comedy club. Like there's no major comedy club that I've ever seen that has a chat up. That's even live streaming the roast battles like that. Um, there's, uh, you know, the way that we're doing it. So that's an element that I really wanted to throw in there. Uh, okay. So I'm, wow. Yeah. There are a lot of people, I mean. I'm just going to unmute everybody right now and I'll leave it up. Well, unless, uh, except the porn ones. Holy shit. There, there are a lot of porn ones in here. 
Yeah, those that that's one that I don't like either. That that kind of spam annoys me. You know what? Those, those accounts come in and they start spamming like porn links. Yeah, that that shit we can ban those accounts immediately. That is weird. Um so I'm just I'm going to go manually here and just like clear some of this shit up. Uh My family will be at uh Cloud Wine Camp if you need one. What is that? What's Cloud Wine Camp? Um, well, there are a lot of porn accounts, bro. I'm just like going through. Holy fucking shit. There are like, I, no kidding. Like, I'm just like clicking around them, but they're like, I, I'm seeing like 50 accounts. How do these, how do these, it's always been something I've been curious about. How do these accounts, like how they're, they must have it on some kind of like uh bot or something. Uh, it's so fucking crazy. And I've seen people, the mods like take care of them. And within seconds they get fucking, they come back. Uh, it's so fucking wild. Yeah. So uh, I would say like those, these porn accounts, you can immediately ban them. Uh, the other, like, you know, um, Comedy store or periscoping roast, but at like 2 a.m. So it was hard to watch. And there was never live chat for them to look at. Very cool shit you're doing. Yeah, so that's one thing. Because I, I, there were so many memes that came out of just the chat. Uh, you know, people were doing some pretty uh, like vulgar stuff in the chat. But it was, uh, it was still really cool. Like, you have no idea. Like, the comics in the back were, were watching it, laughing their asses off. Uh... And yeah, I mean, it was fun fun on stage too. I, I can only imagine like the bigger it gets, um, the more interactions it's going to generate in the chat and the more fun it's going to be. And the, the more used to it, the comedians get the, the more, the, you know, the, the funnier it's going to be as well. Like we were even talking about better ways to address the chat and bring the chat in without letting the energy drop, because that's one thing that happened a few times we would address the chat. And because there's like a, a delay uh, I think it's like a five second delay. It would take a while for the chat to respond. So it would be like some dead air that we were waiting for the chat. Right. So we're, this is all stuff that we're going to fine tune. and It'll be easier. Uh, somebody said, it's my mom's camp at burning man, free wine and food. Oh shit. Kayla. Yo, I'm going to look out for that. Uh, the Monday after the show, people were saying racist shit and threatening people. IRL. It was bad. Yeah. So the the threats yeah the threats not good yeah if somebody's threatening uh stuff then that that's also not good any any if anybody's harassing anybody in the chat uh too yeah that that would be where i draw the line uh as well like let's keep the the you know you, you can troll you want to say shit but if you're like threatening somebody or or saying racial slurs or like purposely say, doing things to to either get me banned or to harass people in the chat then that's that's the line you know um Have you seen what's going on with Gabby Hanna? So I watched like a two minute clip of uh, her and honestly, I, I don't know. It, it Honestly, like it does seem like something's happening with her. I just feel bad because like if something is happening with her, I just I, I, I don't want to contribute to the negativity. Does that make sense? Like I did see a video where she's like listening to music in her bathroom and she's like saying a bunch of stuff. And honestly, I just felt, I felt kind of bad for her. Um, 
because it's that's how it tends to be you know like even if she isn't going through something uh even if she's like fine or if she's doing this for attention you never know but i i mean honestly i i've just been i just yeah Somebody said, what happened to Gabby Hanna? I used to like her back in the day when she was in David's blogs. So she was trending on Twitter yesterday because she posted like, I guess like 200 TikToks in a day and then she live streamed. And a lot of people were like making assumptions about her mental health, saying that she was going through a manic episode because of it. Um, and I don't know what's going on with her. I just watched that, uh, you know, that that clip from the live that was like, I think it had like 200,000 views on um on twitter on the repost of it um and i don't know i i okay i banned everyone just left the uh the porn accounts accounts banned uh the guy who went to her house got his live banned while he was on, on live driving so somebody tried to go to her house i i also saw that that somebody called the police uh to her she had like a wellness check uh, so, I mean, if the police checked in on her, they thought she was okay, then, uh, you know, hopefully she's all right. Uh, but yeah, you, you never know what somebody's going through. And when you're like in her situation, it's just like, it could be fucking crazy. Like all the shit happening around you. Uh, yeah. We chat, we chat to me said, put Gabby Hanna in a conservatorship. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think conservatorships, the concept is, like, really bad. I mean, I'm sure that at some point it had a good use, but with all the the celebrities who have been, like, that it has been coming out lately that they were, like, put in conservatorships so they could be essentially financially uh, exploited by their family or the people around them. I, I mean, I don't know if the concept of a conservatorship really helps anyone. Um, someone smoke one for me. I'm at work. Light them up for Jessica. Somebody says, stop looking at drama. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm doing this shift. I, I want to entertain all of you, but I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a little sick of the dramatic gossip stuff. I was talking to my mom about this, like gossip attra attracts more gossip. And honestly, I, I started doing it as a joke, you know, like talking about that shit as a joke. I, I have already said this so many times, but I, I discussed this in an interview, like what the joke was and it kind of all blew up, got out of hand, like really massive. And now people want me to keep doing that. And it just like, the energy is just like so heavy when you're, you're talking about that stuff all the time, you know? So I, I kind of just want to, I want to do more lighthearted stuff that's relating to other shit, you know? Um, and I feel like even the point of me doing like more lighthearted stuff has like been missed in my latest videos. Uh, like in yesterday's video, I'm literally reacting to memes and funny shit that people are posting on Twitter about me and, uh, the people misunderstood it, but it's fine. You know, I feel like at some point I'm going to get to the other side of it and they're going to like, get it. Um, you know, it, it takes a while. It, it's like, who was saying, somebody was telling me yesterday about this, like that essentially that people put you in a box or that they want to see you in a way and then when you, they don't see you that way, it's like, it's confusing or, you know, uh, don't get burned out. I'm, I'm nowhere even near to getting burned out. So yesterday I was like working at the office here until like almost 3 AM. I got home, edited my video, went to bed at four and woke up at eight today. I feel like fine. I feel great. Uh, and yeah, I mean, and I, I'm like, 
bro, I have like so many ideas and so many things I want to implement. It's like there isn't enough time in the day. You know what I mean? I wish that's the one thing. If there's one thing that I wish I had more of, it's time. I wish I had so much more time. Uh, time is like, folks, time is a finite resource. I want it. I want so much more time. Uh, when I tell you that, like, I if I could, I would go days and days without sleeping. If I could, if if I could, like, physically handle it. But I, I love sleeping too. Don't get me wrong. I love sleeping a full night of sleep, like eight, ten hours, waking up like fully refreshed. You know, feeling like you took a shower without taking a shower. That's how you feel when you wake up, like after sleeping eight, ten hours. But I, I just there's so much that I want to do that I just like my my head just won't let me like sleep like sometimes i'll wake up in the middle of the night with ideas i have to write it down because it just will you know uh but yeah there's like a lot that you know somebody said vampire life <laughs> hashtag vampire life are you familiar with jim jones not the cult leader jim jones the rapper that's his whole like uh that was his whole like brand he was had like vampire life i uh in New York, when I was working with like a bunch of rappers and hip hip hop artists and, and shooting vlogs for them, I I uh, photographed a concert that Jim Jones did in this like warehouse in Brooklyn. It was in uh, in Williamsburg. It wasn't even a warehouse. It was like the first floor of this building it used to be like an office. It was such a funny place because the top of it had those, you know, those office tiles, like the, you know, the, the ones, the white ones that you just like push up has like the frame is like these, uh, like metal frames. And you just have the the thing that pushes. I don't even know what the fuck that's called, but yeah, it was like, I, we were doing the show and the place was like this really underground indie spot. It used to be, it was called death by audio. Uh, and it, it was different people that I, I met at like this place in, uh, that promoted the show and I went there I was shooting you know filmed the uh, photographed and filmed I think I filmed the vlog too for for the guys um but yeah Jim Jones performed there and then I was just like watching it it was like the place was like you could tell it was put together in like this really indie way and I look up and I'm like oh shit this is like an office space <laughs> it's like the weirdest realization when you like realize that uh like the you're like in a place you're watching something really cool and you realize that the location you're in is absolutely not appropriate for the type of show that you're you're having right uh it's kind of funny to me at least uh justin j said love this new dentist redeemed yourself in my opinion well i appreciate that justin j um somebody said your head is bigger than your body i've heard that before i have a big head yes <laughs> Uh, do you plan on going to LA Comic Con? So I tried to get tickets to Comic Con, and um, I it, what I saw, like I wasn't able to get them because they rolled over. This was the uh, San Diego Comic Con, right? I think I was looking at the New York Comic Con. I have to look at the LA one, but I know what happened with the San Diego one is that they rolled over all the tickets from 2020, so there weren't as many tickets for 2022. Uh, so I couldn't get tickets to that. Uh, you know, because of the pandemic, they had to cancel the all the comic con so it, because people still had tickets instead of refunding it they just rolled it over to this year um so that's why i couldn't get tickets to that i wanted to go so bad to comic con i've always wanted to go that's one of the things i always wanted to go to so i'm definitely looking at it i'm on their list so that they send me like announcements when their things happening when tickets go on sale and I, I haven't gotten the email yet maybe i missed it maybe it went to my spam so i have to check um Yeah. Alien Con? Is that a con? Yo, 
Don't tell me there's an alien con at Area 51. Alien con. Yo, oh, really? <laughs> alien con. Yo, this is fucking crazy. It's, it's sponsored by the History Channel. Let me show this to all of you. This is so fucking crazy. I didn't think you were actually be you were, like I thought you were trolling me. Uh Elisa, I thought you were trolling me for a second. Tattoo Con, yo, I got to check those too. I want to go to so many conventions. It's part of the reason why I'm going to Burning Man. Um what other one? I'm going to Twitch Con. That's already set up. Uh tat I would love to go to Tattoo Con and get a tattoo there. That would be so fucking cool. You have no idea. I want to get That's one of the things. I've just been working so much that I have been able to do it. But I want to get, I want to close out my arm. That was one of the goals by this year. I wanted to just close out my whole arm. Um, will you be wearing any kind of cosplay at Comic-Con? You know, that's a good question. I made cosplay. I think that would make it fun. Um, that would make it so much fun. Uh, LA Tattoo Convention. Is that the one you're talking about? Because I, I would fucking love to go to one of those and get a tattoo. There's so many tattoos that I want to get. Uh, when you did Irrelevant News, it was it very much reminded me of Norm Macdonald. Did he inspire you? Yeah, I grew up watching Norm Macdonald. I used to watch... That was before my time, like, on SNL. Like, I was a... I was probably a little kid, but I used to watch the reruns, you know? Like, I the the my era of SNL when I was, like, growing up were Tina Fey and Jimmy Fallon, right, hosting it. And they were fucking hilarious. I loved their back and forth. But I, I watched... I would watch all the SNL reruns, and I'd watch the ones... With Norm Macdonald, and I watched the ones with, uh, what's his name? Oh, I forgot his name now. Uh, SNL Weekend Update Hosts. I forgot his name. Colin Quinn. I loved Colin Quinn, too. I watched some of the ones with Dennis Miller. I never really, as a Dennis, unfortunately, I never, never really related to Dennis Miller, unfortunately. I don't know why. Uh, Chevy Chase, one of my, uh, you know, comic heroes growing up. Always liked Chevy Chase in the movies he did, even though I've heard some crazy stories about him. I've heard some crazy stories. Mike Myers generation, yes. Uh, would you go to Anime Con? A hundred percent I would. A hundred percent. Let me see when that is. Somebody told me about a like horror con that's in Orlando. I want to go. Here's the thing, too. I want to go to Playlist Live. I've been invited to go. Um, the thing is that uh, it's like the, there's so much. I'm going. So Playlist Live is next week, right? But this week I'm going to Burning Man, and then I'm coming back for the show that we're doing Friday. And then, like, the idea of going to Playlist right after that, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I, like, this is where I say, like, that I know my limits. Like, this is where I'm thinking this, that may be going a little too far even for me. Because flying around the country, even if I had a full team with me that was, like, helping me all the time, but now I'm, like, having to, you know, I'm, I'm essentially doing it all myself, right? So I, you know, if I had, like, five, six people helping me, I think I could pull that off. But right now, since it's just me, I have to, you know, I have to like, th that's my limit, essentially going to Burning Man and then doing a show. And then I don't think I can go to playlist. So I think I can do like one convention a week or every two weeks. Um, but it's, uh, you know, come to New York. I will come to New York eventually. I miss New York. I was supposed to go to New York. So here's the thing. Jake Paul's fight. I specifically scheduled to go to that 
because I wanted to go back to New York and just hit up my friends and like, uh, you know, go and see everybody else uh, that I haven't seen in New York. Uh, I really miss New York, you know. Dennis, are you a Dragon Ball fan? Did you see the new movie? I did not see the new movie, but I am a Dragon Ball fan. Is there a Dragon Ball con? You know what's really cool? Here's the thing for all my Dragon Ball fans out there. There's a guy on my street who has a car that's completely outfitted. It's like completely customized to be a Dragon Ball car. It's the coolest shit ever. And it's like, it's parked usually like, like maybe it's like an, like there's an Avenue block where I'm at, but there are like little side streets that, that break down. So it's like maybe one or two side streets down. Um, and the people always who stop always and take pictures with a car, they're always stopping by and taking pictures, pictures with a car. It's uh, it's a great car. Brooklyn misses you. Yeah, I miss Brooklyn, too. I miss Bed-Stuy. Yo, there's a place in Bed-Stuy. I want to shout them out because they're such a good. They make the best Cuban sandwiches uh, They're Fuck, I forgot everything. They're just after the Barclays Center. Uh Bed Stuy. You have no idea. I used to just walk around 10 best. What is it called? I used to go there all the time. How? Why am I drawing a blank? Do you ever do this? You ever draw a blank? Who would I like to see come to the next roast? I mean, anybody. Anybody can come by. We're always going to have people on the roast. I mean, we're going to keep pulling comics and stuff. If YouTubers want to come down, that's dope. But I, I honestly like... I, uh, we're, we're, I'm honestly always going to put up a show regardless if YouTubers show up or not. Um, so let me see this place. I want to tell you what the place is because it's, uh, in case you're ever in New York, they have it, they have one in Soho too, but I always liked going to the one in Brooklyn because they have this, like, uh, in one of their locations, like in the summer, uh, it's like they have two stores across from each other across the street. And on the other side, they'll play like movies during the day. They also have this huge mur mural of Biggie. Uh, if anybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about, look up Kameha Khan. That's for the... It's real! Kameha Khan. Kamehameha! <laughs> uh, okay. Let me do this because I want to. I want to tell you guys uh, best Cuban sandwich. I just have to Cuban sandwich. I haven't had a Cuban sandwich in so long. New York. Uh fifteen best places to get Cubans. I've been to Sophie's. Sophie's is a great place, but it, it often feels like uh, it's not Sophie's that I'm talking about. Because there was a Sophie's down the block. Yeah, forty fifth and between fifth and sixth. That was down the block from where I used to work. I, I, I worked at an office on um, 36th and Madison, I think. Shh. I don't even remember half of this shit. Uh, Habana. Is this it? Habana to go? Let me see, bro. Is it Habana to go? No. S uh, it's not Sophie's. Bro. Havana Central. It was something like that. It had I think it had Havana in the name. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is a calm death and I'm here for it. This is how I am most of the time. 
<laughs> you don't understand. I don't. I don't. Maybe I get more excited when people are around me. I, it, this is the thing too. I I think uh, I'm the kind of person that I I take people's energy right, and I just like blow it up. I get more excited if I'm talking to somebody. I get like ah. I was even talking to somebody yesterday, and they were like, "Bro, your your eyes light up every time we say there's something comes up." And you're like, "You, you keep talking." So it's like it's just a, I'm a very like excitable person. I get very like oh yeah like very easily. Uh, Dennis, do you think you're doing, uh, you're done doing new style videos? I'm still going to do commentary on topical shit. I just don't, I, I don't like indulging in like the, the gossip or that stuff anymore. I've been, I, I said this a few weeks ago or maybe even a month ago. I've been trying to move, uh, away from it, uh, for a while now. Um, I just, uh, you know, I mean, I could go into all the stuff like that I'm thinking, but I just, I just want to, I just essentially want to move on to, you know, different things, uh, on how flat they, what it speaks on how flat, what is, I need ramen, ramen's good, uh, I'm so sick of people not realizing, yeah, people are 360, yeah, your video, your videos versus your podcasts are polar opposites, and I like that, the podcast, seem to show the real Dennis and the videos are a character. Yeah. In the videos, I'm usually going in with like a comedic premise. I have some, I some comedic idea that I want to express. And here it's usually me. It's like a hundred percent, unless I'm doing a bit like I did for the first, like 30 minutes of the, the, the show where I was like, mm, has left me <laughs> that whole shit. Unless I'm doing a bit like that. Uh, it's just me, you know? Uh, but as far as like whenever I make videos on that channel, I'm thinking like of a specific comedic premise, uh, like something I can express, like some kind of commentary that I can express satirically or sarcastically or in some kind of comedic way. That's usually where I, I, I how I start shit when it goes from there. Like I'm like, what what's something funny that's happening that I can add some funny commentary to? Um, somebody said, what did you think about ICP gathering of the jugglers? You know what? This is so cool. That was by far one of the most interesting videos that I've done. And it was so much fun to shoot because I had, obviously, based on all the videos that I watched on YouTube, I had a lot of misconceptions about the Juggalos, about ICP. I, I, I was very honest in my video. I'm, I'm not I'm not really familiar. I'm not in that world. But I like the idea of going to these different conventions and things that I'm not really a part of so I can learn about it and essentially dispel not only this, these myths, for myself, but for the people who are watching it, right? But in the case of Insane Clown Posse and, and the gathering of the Juggalos, first off, it kind of reminded me of, like, the raves in Brazil because it was, like, in the middle of nowhere. But the, the sense of community that people had, how accepting they were of each other, how supportive they were of each other, all of that was really, like... It was honestly really impressive. And it was, uh, it was a friendly atmosphere. I mean, like, with any large gathering, like, you see certain things, but it was, like... It was a friendly atmosphere overall. The guys from ICP were like so fucking cool. They were so laid back. I mean, I had them. I still have it right here. I had them sign a magnet. I literally took a magnet up because I, I did the meet and greet before we went hunting for Big Smoke for Bigfoot. I had them sign a magnet and they were so fucking cool about it. And the contrast of like me walking up to Austin McBroom and asking him in a joking way, like, you know, can you teach me how to scam? And the way he like essentially kicked me out of his event versus... ICP not only signing this but he like joked with me one of the guys joked with me he's like said uh he said figure out how that works and shove it up your ass like to me that was so cool I even said in the video like 
uh, you know, there were people saying, oh, yeah, he owned you or whatever. I don't I don't care if he owned me or whatever, whatever he said. I just thought it was cool. He like played back. First off, they were cool enough to sign it. They didn't flip out. They like, you know, they signed it. Then they he joked back, which is like normal, you know. Uh, you know, he, he put in his two cents and he joked back in a, in a funny way. And then later we went on this, uh, hayride where we were, uh, essentially like in the middle of nowhere in Ohio, like in the middle of the woods. And they set up all these stops and we were hunting for big smoke for Bigfoot. And th those guys are fucking hilarious. The whole time they were cracking jokes and doing callbacks and, you know, they're entertainers. They really are entertainers. I, I don't know much about their music. Like there was one Uber that I took and the guy played their music like back to back to back. But I was like so tired. I passed out in the back. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as their music, I think I'm mostly like familiar with the stuff that was like TikTok trends. You know that there's one that uh, that's like their song that I didn't even know was their song, but it was like uh, here. I don't know if it's, this is going to get claimed if I play it. Uh, you know, the one goes... Uh, Swing, 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 swing. The murder. <laughs> uh, it's it sounded like a really unusual song for me because it's like there isn't it's not really a traditional song. It's called a chop chop slide. Uh, so this was like a huge trend on on TikTok for a while. People would dress like clowns and and do that like you know like essentially like do stuff like murder the camera or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was like really eye-opening. People were very friendly, very nice. I met a fa I met two fans over there. Uh, shout out to Juggalo Wench. I think that was her name. Shout out to her. Uh, very very nice. Um, and I, I somebody else said, hey, I watch your videos all the time. It was you know very cool to be out because I for those of you who've been watching the podcast for a minute, like I I'm usually like working all the time. So I, I don't run into people who watch my videos that often, but it's been happening as of late. Um, you know, happened at Juggalo Fest. Um, it happened after, you know, of course, after the event that we did here. Uh, we we kind of, uh, we know you took pictures and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's been good meeting all of you too. But as far as the Insane Clown Posse stuff, yeah, those dudes were super chill, very friendly. Um, I think I think like everything, like Juggalos get a bad rap. But what it seemed to me, it just seemed like it's just a bunch of people who feel like they're misfits and outfits and they get together at this gathering so they can feel like they're a community, they're a part of something. And as long as you're not harming anyone, like you can't really hate on that. You know what I mean? Um, so this is a song that I'm talking about. Hopefully this shit doesn't get claimed. Oh, okay. So this is actually, <laughs> uh, it's age restricted. So, uh, yeah, don't want to play that, but if you want to look it up, it's called the chop chop slide by insane clown posse. And he essentially yells the murder and it's like talking about murder the whole time, which is kind of unusual. I was like, how do you play that in your car <laughs> driving around yelling murder? But I mean, it, it's interesting. Uh, kind of cool. Greg said, I saw insane clown posse is credited on that new Eminem, uh, Eminem and Kanye song. Random as fuck. They really got it. Uh, wait, hold up. You mean the one on the, is it on the DJ Khaled album? Uh, cause that would be, you know, that's pretty cool. Let me see. Oh yeah, they're talking about their feud with Eminem. Um, I was also surprised at how old they are, cause they're. I mean, somebody was telling me they've been in the game for like thirty years. They're like, they're they're older dudes, you know. Uh, do you know the name of the song? I kind of want to see. I want to look it up. 
if you don't know who ICP is, you need to go back to class. <laughs> Look, for I grew up. I didn't grow up in Brazil. I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in America. I grew up in Brazil. <laughs> okay, I missed a lot of American culture. Like what I could get was usually like the screeners or the CDs that my dad got sent to him because he worked at Warner Brothers, and that was it. Um, what improv teams were you in in LA? Uh, I was. I worked at UCB when I was in LA. I worked at the Franklin Theater. I don't know if I was in any improv teams here in LA. I was in improv team in a bunch of improv improv teams in New York. Um, in LA, I, I, to be honest with you, when I moved to LA, I kind of dialed back the amount of comedy that I did because I was mostly focusing on producing videos, YouTube videos for other people, and then producing it for myself. Uh, song ain't out, but it uh, but it's the Khaled one. Okay, uh, let me look that up. Uh, what are your thoughts on the role of a of critic in the modern me social media landscape? What critic? Criticism? I mean, I feel like everybody gets to have a voice. That's that's kind of cool, right? But in the words of uh, Tim Dillon, it, it's also kind of scary, you know? Uh, or even a club or teach with your space. You can make and you can now make your own. Wait, hold up. Uh, yeah. I think what do you talk as far as like the the space? Um, are you going to Mythicon? Uh, that no, but it sounds amazing. Is that like a Mythicon? A Mythicon. Uh, is an awe-inspiring, jaw-dropping, mind-melting experience only possible in person? Oh shit! They have a convention. Mythical Morning has a convention? Yo, I may go to this. I like those guys. I used to watch them every fucking morning. I watched them for years every morning. It's part of the reason, too, why I think my videos go uh, go up in the morning. Because I, I love the fact that, like, to start my morning with something. And uh, and I, I love Rhett and Link. I think they're great. I used to start my mornings with them. It was so great. Yes, Rhett and Link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Yes, Mythicon. You can get a tattoo. I can get a tattoo at Mythicon? Hold up. I'm looking it up. Beast, Mega Beast, Super Beast. Yo. Uh, I'm going to look through the tickets. But yeah, when is it? Let me see. Is It's in Austin, right? Uh, October. I think I can swing that. Uh, but yeah, I used to start my mornings with them. I think that subconsciously... It was uh, part of the reason why I started uploading in the mornings because I was like, I, I like the idea of starting your video, like your day with a creator, right? October 28th to the 30th. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that. Um, oh, I want to see DJ Khaled, Eminem, Kanye. Um, yeah. By the way, the shout out to DJ Khaled, bro. The, the feature list on his fucking album is insane is absolutely insane. It's like every great rapper right now. Um, Drake, Rick Russell, Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, Friday, Kanye West, Eminem. Oh, Use This Gospel. Let me see. I, not, that's a song. We the best music! The song's coming out this Friday. Okay, that's good. Um... I watch you, then watch H3. I listen to both, and it's like a work day. That's good. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, I like doing that, like, you know, where you have like a, 
you kind of have uh, a routine, right? Um, meanwhile, my mail is piling, piling up. I definitely, that's one of the things I don't like is like going through uh, mail. <laughs> it's just, it's like, uh, I don't understand why people still use mail. I don't even like going through emails sometimes, like business emails mostly. Uh, it's just so many and I, I'm for some reason I get added on so many junk lit, like mail lists. I get like, I open my email in the morning. It's like 600 emails, like 400 of them are like junk mail. Like it, <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, would you ever change your hairstyle? Probably. Yeah. I may, I may change it for a movie that we're shooting. So I may end up shaving it or just growing it out more. Um, uh, got trolls in the chat, trolls, trolls in the chat. Are you bringing back irrelevant news? I may do some more irrelevant news segments. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm opening up what I do a little more broadly. Um, do you and Monty go out and look for ladies together? We do not. Okay. I like uh, Monty lives nearby. So he stops by the office. That's what happens. We hang out at the office mostly, but, uh, that's really how it is. I can't believe you brought up Vamp Life from Jim Jones. That's some unknown shit. Dipset. Dipset for life, bro. Dipset. What's the Dipset anthem? Yo, I fucking love Dipset. It's definitely going to get claimed. Yo. I used to work, the reason why, uh, like, uh, you know, I used to work for Dame. Dame is childhood friends with Jim Jones. That's how I got into all of that. Uh, so, and, the, and he used to, you know, the diplomats, Dipset, were signed to Rockefeller back in the day. Um, so that's where all that comes from. We ballin', yes. Your stream flow is hilarious. I feel like it's like sometimes it's all over the place. <laughs> I hope it's easy to follow along. Got my New York City heart so happy right now. Yes. I wish I could play this. I love this song. It's just like, fuck. It's definitely going to get claimed. I played songs so many times on the stream that they end up getting claimed. And, and then the video is blocked for like a few hours until it gets removed. Uh, how are the doggos doing? They're doing amazing. They're with my parents right now. My parents are visiting for a few days. And they're spoiling those dogs. Those dogs already chose my parents over me. It's so funny. So, um, we got some real trolls in the chat. Got trolls in the chat. Troll trolls in the chat. Somebody said, find out if Monty is by. I think he's hot. I'll ask him. Hey, Monty is like bulking up. He he is he's working out like all day. He's uh he's really uh, set on fighting Young Gravy too. He really, you know, and I think that honestly, if they did that fight, that would actually be very viral. Can you imagine if if, if Monty, if Addison Ray's dad boxes Young Gravy? I think that would fucking be that would be absolutely insane. What did your parents think of the comedy show? They thought it was great. My parents were filming the whole thing. They were so proud. <laughs> The thing is, the perception online is completely different than what happened in the building. You don't understand. Everybody in the building absolutely loved the show. 
And then you'll read it from people who were like at the show who shared it on Twitter, shared their experience on Twitter, shared their videos or photos. And not only on Twitter, on Reddit as well. And like people really fucking loved it. They loved it. People who were in the building had a blast. That's why like the tickets sold out so fast. A lot of them were people who came to the first one and want to come back. And um, I know this because before putting that, making them live, I released it to like I sent an email to the people who are, you know, who bought the tickets first. And I said, hey, I'm, I'm giving you guys like an hour like ahead of most people uh, to buy these tickets. And they like I'm telling you, we sold a bunch of tickets just off of people who were, uh, you know, went to the first show and wanted to come to a second one. And honestly, that's how you know it's a good show, because if it was a bad show, people wouldn't be buying tickets again to come back for a second one. You know, you know what I mean? Um, so they had a blast. The pics that people posted are great. Yes, there are a lot of pics. People posted videos as well. Uh, imagine having the time to the time to troll freaking adults get a job losers yeah that's there's a lot of people who uh no that's all he's like trolling somebody asks his gravy dating monty's ex no uh, nothing's going on he's like trolling him and it's the whole thing is like it's a very messy situation bro you don't understand, like, it's a, it's a, it, there, it's like, there's a divorce, there's a family, there's all this shit, it's very messy, and this young gravy dude is just, like, inserting himself so he can get clout off of it, which is, like, when you, when you think about it, it's kind of fucked up, that a family's falling apart, and this dude's trying to clout chase it so he can promote his album, you know what I mean? It's kind of fucked up. Um, how do you like living in LA? I fucking love LA. Uh, I love LA. It's, uh, it, it first... I came to LA like a couple of times when I was a kid. Um, I, so I didn't have that much like of a memory of it. Uh, but the one thing for me that really stood out was it really reminded me of Sao Paulo where I grew up because I, I flew over, I think before I moved, I, I flew over, it was like December 2016. And I flew over for like a job and I was here for two weeks, and I, I, I left Brooklyn. I was living in Bed-Stuy, right? And I flew over, left Brooklyn, and it was a blizzard. It was, like, fucking miserable. I couldn't... I almost missed my, like, flight because there were no trains because of the blizzard. It was, like, six... I think it was a day that, like, it, it snowed, like, four or maybe six feet. It was, like, insane. It was one of those days. It was one of the, those days where de Blasio was, like, said, no, we don't need the trucks out, and blah, it'll be it's just a small storm, and, uh, you know, it ended up being a huge storm. So, yeah, shout out to de Blasio for that bullshit. I almost missed my fucking flight, and it was so stressful, so fucking cold and miserable, and don't get me wrong, I love New York, but that day, the contrast of doing that and then getting here to L.A., and it's, like, the day before Christmas, and it's 75 degrees, I don't need a sweater. I was like, yo, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, I love New York though, but it's so fucking wild that I just got that. And, and, you know, just hanging out here for like that, that week and meeting people. And a lot of it felt like, um, it felt like Sao Paulo because Sao Paulo is like busy, but it's also like laid back. And LA has that 
where it's like a busy town, but it's like laid back. It has like aspects where people are kind of like laid back, right? In New York, what I love and really miss about New York too is like, it's always go, right? It's go, 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 go. You're always going, right? And I really miss that about New York. I really do. Um, I also miss, and I got to be completely honest, I miss the first snowfall. The first, there's nothing like, there's nothing like spring in New York when it, when it, all the snow starts clearing and you start hearing the birds again, because you hear the birds in the winter, but for some reason it's so cold, you just don't notice it. <laughs> uh, I realize that, but you start hearing the birds again in the beginning of the spring, everything's clearing up, the humidity's going back up and that's awesome. Also the fall in New York with those beautiful, uh, you know, uh, sun glazed, uh, you know, orange glazed sunsets. That's also amazing. But first snowfall in New York is always magical. It's always fucking magical. It always, it, it, for some reason, I always hear Frank Sinatra in my head whenever that I see that happening. Um, so yeah, I miss New York a lot. I miss the hustle. Uh, that's one thing I, uh, bro, New York is like, go, 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 go all the time. And I fucking miss that. Like everybody's go. And when somebody's, when somebody gets on, when you get somebody on with you, like you, you bro, you're on there until you're done with a ride. And I fucking love that. Uh, somebody said so pretty. It, it is, it is beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Uh, it it's, uh, really is. I, I miss New York. Now I'm like reminiscing on New York in New York uh, about New York and stuff. LA has different areas. Some are affluent and some are bad. Uh, yeah. LA is interesting. You know, kind of, you know, every area kind of has good, good places and, and places, you know. And I'm not really like. Uh, I like like going around towns. Like I used to do this in Sao Paulo when I grew up. I would just like get in my car sometimes. If I had any, any free time, I would just drive around, try to get lost and see if I could end up somewhere I had never been. And I did that in New York a lot, but I mostly did it in the trains. And I would like get off at different stations I never got, got off on and just like walk to where I had to walk so I could see new shit. I haven't done that that much in, in LA because i kind of been stuck like just working. Uh, but yeah. Somebody said, Dennis, did you watch the Woodstock 99 doc? The new one on Netflix? I heard about it. I watched the original. I watched the original uh, that came out years ago. I remember that. Uh, seeing, I think I watched it actually maybe the, the original one like almost a year ago. Because I remember the whole thing that happened with Limbiscuit and like afterwards with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And oh, it's fucking crazy. I haven't seen the new one though. I know that I think somebody told me there's a new one on Netflix. I have to watch it. Um, San Francisco, California. I haven't been to San Francisco yet. I heard it's beautiful, though. I, I do want to visit. What did you do at iOS? I've never been to iOS. Never even stepped in the building. Trying to get lost in New York sounds like a perfect recipe to getting mugged. I was actually never mugged in New York. Um... I've, I've been mugged in Brazil several times, but I've never got mugged in New York. Maybe, maybe I've been close to it happening to me, but like, because I have this, like, bro, I have this, like, because I've been mugged so many times in Brazil, I have this like sixth sense for like when situations are getting bad and just like immediately like ejecting myself or finding a, a way to get somewhere that it's not going to happen. So I can't really remember any situations that I felt in danger in New York, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. A lot of it is how you carry yourself too. Like I lived, I, I lived in Bed-Stuy, right? And like the, I lived on 
Franklin and Lefferts, which is off the Franklin stop in Bed-Stuy. And it, it was, uh, I mean, the week after I moved, there was a cookout, two buildings down, and somebody was shot eight times. So it was, it was definitely a level of danger, an element of danger, but I never felt like in danger in bedside. And like, I'd come back home from comedy shows at like two in the morning. So any story in Brazil? Oh yeah. Did I ever tell you this story about the time I got, I may have told Steven this, this to the, one of the times I, one of the first times I ever got mugged in Brazil. Um, so I think I was like maybe nine or 10, maybe even before that. I don't remember specifically like the ages. Um, but I was mugged. It was so weird. I was with my friend at the beach where we were at his like parents' house, his parents. This is what happens when you grow up in Sao Paulo, right? Sao Paulo isn't like a beach town, but Brazilians love the beach. So what happens is like a lot of people who, who live in the town that I live in end up having like either an apartment by the beach or a home, which is like 45 minutes to an hour and a half to get to the beach, depending on traffic. If you want to go to the more like ritzy beaches, it's like three hours away. Uh, I, have friend, I have friends who had like really nice homes, like three hours away uh, at like really nice beaches. But I, I, you know, I usually went to this beach called Guarujá, which is a nice beach. It's like about 45 minutes to an hour away. Uh, so my friend had a home there had a house there and my parents didn't have a house by the beach. So we, I would just go with my friends to theirs. So we went there one time and we, um, so we got there and the, because people aren't at the, their beach homes or beach apartments that often, like if you have a bike, the bike is usually like rusty or the tire is like deflated. It's not upkept, right? Uh, it's not like in good shape because it's like mostly being stored so you can use it sometimes. So, we got there and we had to, we wanted to go on a bike ride to the beach. Um, and the tires were deflated. They were like almost completely empty. So we couldn't ride the bikes anywhere. So we just got the bikes and we started pushing them to bike shops. And because this happens to everybody, there's usually like a bike shop every few blocks. So we had to walk maybe like four blocks to this bike shop. And we were walking and we were both wearing flip-flops. And I think we were just in shorts or whatever, like surf shorts. And we were walking and this group of guys just like pull up on us. It's like maybe five guys and they just like pull up on their bikes and they, you know, they just stop by us and they're like, all right. And they say this in Portuguese, uh, it's either the bikes or the flip flops. And my friend and I like look at each other. We're like, what? And it clearly became that they wanted to shake us down. Right. They wanted to take shit from us. They were like, no, it's the bike or the flip flops. And, uh, and, we were like, okay. So we both like looked at the bikes, looked at our flip-flops, just did like took off our flip-flops and handed them over. <laughs> and the guys like drove away on the bikes. That was it. That was like the weirdest time that I've ever been mugged. Um, so that was, yeah. Uh, no, no, not motorcycles, bi bikes, bicycles. They pulled up on bicycles. That's what they pulled up in, not motorcycles. They were in bicycles. And by the way, there's a whole element too, which I guess happens in America more in like Hawaii, right? Whereas like localism, um, and what I from what I've read in like in Washington movies from like uh, that, a lot of people who are especially surfers um, in Hawaii don't like 
when people who are not from Hawaii are there like using their waves or doing stuff like that. This is based on stuff that I read uh, in movies that I watched. Now in Brazil, there's a lot of that, right? So whenever people from Sao Paulo would drive to Guarujá or other places, the people who are the locals there really didn't like it, you know? So they, you know, they would essentially either mug us or, you know, other stuff. Like one of my cousins, um, he rented out this house for the summer and his entire, like he left one day to go to the beach and, you know, these like uh, local uh, folks just went there and like robbed everything. They even robbed the clothes that were hanging on the, on a, a clothesline outside. So it was fucking crazy. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, it, it happens. You know, there's a Brazil's far more dangerous than America. So it's it's a lot more common for that type of shit to happen there. But uh but yeah. Uh localism is like a real thing in Brazil. Um and one thing that I was always told is like the the folks who usually live by the beach are called caissadas. They're like that's the name of like a a tribe, an indigenous tribe that used to inhabit that area but then got m- mixed with like uh you know Europeans and like everybody else but they're they still call themselves or are still called caissadas uh and the the one thing i was told is you never pick a fight with a caissada because you know you pick a fight with one there may be just one person you're fighting right but immediately like 30 of them will show up because you're essentially you know on their territory you know cuz they're they're home and you're the guy who's from out of town right so you can't you can't really pull up with numbers and they will. And also because if you fight with somebody who's a local, they can just fuck up your shit afterwards. And then you're not there to like, you know, uh, take care of it. Uh, so kind of cool. Greg said, deaf, read the letter. Dr. Dre supposedly wrote about running into burning man while filming the California love music video. It's short. Yeah. Let me pull that up. I'm curious to see that. Uh, Dr. Dre, uh, burning man letter um wait it's saying that he started the back in 2011 a blog appeared online that featured a rather apt name of dr dre started burning man the theory uses a letter written by dre as the primary let me pull this up uh as a primary evidence for this claim in which the artist claims he stumbled upon the iconic festival in early 1995 while scouting for a location for Tupac's California Love. In the handwritten letter uh, to future wife Nicole Threat, Dr. Uh, Dre claims that he was planning to look into Burning Man as a way to make easy money for its attendees. Oh, shit. So here's a letter. Uh, this is from 1995. Nicole, hopefully you're doing well and you realized you need to quit fucking with Sadil and come come home to your doctor <laughs> uh, I will take care of you baby girl I'm in Nevada with hype looking at spots for this new video we are shooting for that single I told you Pac is going to be on uh, once he is out called California Love we met a bunch of crazy naked motherfuckers in the desert today they were putting up some sh- uh, type of uh, giant Woodman. I guess they have a big party out here for a, uh, a bunch of days. I asked them how much they pay. They said nothing. I was like, no money. Someone should get behind this shit and make some loot off these fools. Cause they said there will be at least 5,000 people 
So wait, it used to be free? That's crazy. I think I will have my office look into it just to see if there is easy money uh, to be had here. I'm about to pass out, girl. Wish I was up uh, in that ass. <laughs> Wish I was up in that ass. Yo, bro. Uh, see you back in LA. Yo, that is, that's so funny. Yo. <laughs> that's really fucking funny. Thank you, Greg. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Wish I was up in that ass. That's how he ended the letter. <laughs> uh, this is gold. Uh, yeah, that, that's fucking crazy. I had no idea. Uh... Did the stream freeze? Oh, oh wait, Beavis and Butthead's down. Hold up, let's get Beavis and Butthead back up. Season five, okay. That's actually really romantic. It is, and like in in a weird way, it's very romantic. No eggplant drawing could have, yeah, could have uh, gone in there. I don't know if the eggplant though meant what it meant back then. You know, Dennis needs to write a letter for us when he comes back from Burning Man. Yes, well, actually, I'll write a letter during Burning Man. I'll write my own Dr. Dre letter during Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> a true romantic yes uh, dr dre dr dre said nothing you idiots dr dre's too caught up in that ass i know the lyrics go dr dre's dead he's locked in my basement but uh <laughs> but it, it, maybe yeah maybe dr dre's not dead he's just caught up in that ass uh, <laughs> uh have a wicked rest of the pot and chat. I appreciate that. Uh, Noodle losing his career. My career is over. Want to go back to that bit that we did at the beginning? Even my career left. My career left me. <laughs> I can't even do it anymore, bro. I uh, can't go back to that. We wish in what head? Yes. Uh, he's locked in my base in my basement. Oh wait, you got Dr. Dre now in your basement. Anybody? Also, here's the thing about Dr. Dre. Anybody else have this like weird realization at one point? And I think it was, I was watching one of the VMAs one year and Dr. Dre came out and he was absolutely jacked. I don't remember Dr. Dre being that jacked and he was just like, whoa. And now he's jacked. I mean, it's been years, but I remember him coming out. It was like, whoa, Dr. Dre is jacked, bro. And, uh, Hold up, we got we got a, a little uh basement. Yeah. So we got we got a we got another spammer. What's goody, gay rancher? How you doing? Gay rancher in the chat? Shout out the gay rancher. Uh he was ripped. Am I right? Dr. Dre was like, Whoa. Did I bot did I ban that bot? I think I got it, right? Cause it popped up and I was like, woof. Gotta get it. Sex bot, baby. What's that? Was that Tom? Uh, that Tom? This is like an old song. But I remember because somebody made a remix to this and it brought the song back. Uh, Love Bomb? What's the name of the song? Sex Bomb. Sex bomb, sex bomb. <laughs> You're a sex bomb. Hey, thank you so much, Gay Rancher. I'm happy you enjoy the roast. We're gonna do another one. They're gonna get. Uh, they're gonna get better. Love Shack. That's another one. See, there are like a whole bunch of different iterations of it. Uh, somebody said, "Is this your Fuzzy Tube era?" I mean, it seemed like Fuzzy Tube was genuinely going through something. I am not. 
Okay. I know there are a lot. Yes, it is Tom Jones. I know there are a lot of people saying that I am having like a mental collapse or whatever. Uh, Then I'm like, I have a lot of people around me all day. Like I have, I take meetings all the time here in my office. So if I wasn't like in a healthy state of mind, like I, people just, you know, it just, things would just not be, you know, um, Dude transforms like five times. Um, if I ever boxed, I, you know, I don't know if I'll ever box. Maybe eventually. I do like to, uh, I do like to just punch a bag. I enjoy that. It's very, not only is it good exercise, but it's very um, stress relieving. Uh, this is his Logan Paul fuck you era. Yeah, I'm going through that. Um, I'm also trying to like my, I, I explained this in the previous uh, well, in the episode that I uploaded where it was me, Steven, and Corey, like, I, I'm very sarcastic, sardonic, satirical. Like, that's how my mind works. Like, you just, you guys saw me improvising for 30 minutes here off of one bit, just repeating different versions of it. Like, that's how my mind works. Like, I'm I'm the, I'm always doing that type of shit. And that's uh, that's how it works naturally, right? Like if I just let it go, that's what it would all that it would come up with. I had to train myself to do other shit so I could support myself. But um, but yeah, that's where my mind goes naturally. So whenever I come up with like something to write, like I'm I'm usually thinking from that spectrum, right? Um, from that uh, like focus area of focus. Um, I'm thinking like, how can I make this like funny or satirical or like have some kind of uh, you know, there's like, I had a theater ch teacher like years ago. Uh, and I, we used to write like one act plays all the time and put our one act plays up for each other to watch, right? They were like small productions. It was like community theater, right? And one thing that you would always hammer down, that's like, that's essentially like the key to comedy and theater and like any performing art, right? You don't want to just spell out everything that's going on. You want to leave it up to the audience to arrive to the conclusions themselves. That's the formula in theater that she would talk about often was two plus X equals Z or like something to that effect, which is like an algebraic formula. Uh, but essentially it's like you, you, the two is the obvious thing. The X is the not so obvious thing. And the Z is the conclusion that the audience arrives at based on the two elements they put together, the obvious and the not so obvious thing. And I mean, there are different ways you can talk about it. Like in, in theater, a lot of people talk about it in terms of like subtext or like other things. That's how actors also break down scripts and other shit. But like, usually that's how I'm thinking when I'm putting together my stuff. That's why it, it, it drips with sarcasm and all this shit, because I'm saying, so, I'm, I'm saying something, but the meaning is actually something else. And that's how I'm used to like communicating, you know, uh, and that, that works also for jokes. The so two plus X equals Y or Z or whatever. Uh, it works for jokes because the two is the obvious fact. The X is the misdirection and the Z and the Y is the audience putting, uh, no, no, the, the two is the misdirection. The X is the, the punchline. And then the, the Z is the audience putting them both together and coming up with the meaning in their own head, right? That's like the perfect joke. Whenever you can have something, uh, you know, the, the, the setup be something obvious that the audience gets immediately and is very relatable. And then you have a punchline that's the, an absolute reversal of those expectations. Then the audience, literally, the reason why people usually laugh at shit like that is like they're, they're filling in the meaning to it in their head, right? 
you know, that's why you get people like, oh, I don't get it. Because, you know, you, you didn't put the, the two, the, the equation together, you know. So that's usually what I try to do with my videos. Uh, do you know what the deal is about your next role? She was begging people on IG. Ah, I don't know, bro. People are going to do what they're going to do, bro. Uh, I'm just telling you that I, I, I said this earlier on the broadcast. I don't give a fuck what happens to me. But if you're if you're gonna do something uh, um, with my audience, then then um, or the people who are here performing, like then you know we're gonna have a problem. Um, yeah. So I, that's really what I care about. I care about my patrons. I care about my performers. And if you're gonna fuck with them, then we're gonna have a problem. That's really where I'm at. Um, the point of a roast is to be unscripted. Yeah, there are scripted. Don't don't get me wrong. There are scripted. And unscripted roasts. I'm going with an unscripted roast because I like the element of improv. I like the fact that it's unexpected. It feels like you're watching a sports match. Does that make sense? Like, you don't know what's going to happen. I've watched so many roast battles where people go up. And I've done roast battles where people go up with shit written. And they're just like, there. Uh, you look like uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, uh, you know, like it's, it's boring. Like, it's, it's fucking boring, and I think that the fact that, uh, you know, we can do these kinds of roasts, too, where people come in pre-written, but I like the idea of it being spontaneous on the moment, because as an audience member, you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, and th that's what I appreciate about improv, because with improv, you don't know what's gonna happen, either. It's like, you know, you get a suggestion, and you, those first five seconds, it's like, even the audience is like at the edge of their chair. They're like, uh, what are these people just all going to fail? Nobody's stepping out. You know, like the, the, the it's just nothing going to happen. Um, you know, uh, but there's that element of improv that I wanted in it because I think it adds an element of like th things being unexpected, it going anywhere. Right. Um, which it did. There were a lot of moments where things went anywhere. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Corey ended up running out of the room at one point. Uh, you know, Miranda got me <laughs> banned on Twitch, which I don't care about. I think it's funny that she got me banned on Twitch on the very first one. But, it, you know, it, 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 unexpected things happen. And I think that adds a whole new element to the show rather than having everything pre-planned and already written and scripted. And just think of it like this, right? If you're watching a movie, you go to the movie – it, everything's already been scripted and filmed and you, you're there, you know, the people who are on screen, you know, everything's going to play out as it's supposed to play out because it's literally been recorded and edited to be played that way. Now, when you go watch a play, even if you watch a Shakespearean play that's been done for 400 fucking years, the play is a living, breathing piece of entertainment that's happening in front of you. I've been to plays where people in the audience will like sometimes sneeze or something will happen that, you know, sometimes a prop isn't there and the actors just play along with whatever's happening and it becomes part of the show. And that's what's interesting about theater is that it's like a living, breathing performance that's happening and unfolding in front of you. And if you can incorporate all the shit that's going on, which is what I try to do, it was like there were a lot of technical failures, but I try to incorporate it as best as possible and make it part of the show, make it funny. And, you know, ended up being a callback in and of itself because the projector wasn't working. This wasn't working. The microphones, you know, I had two callbacks on the microphones not working. <laughs> on, uh, had, had a callback on the lights, you know. So theater, it's like a living, breathing organism that's unfolding in front of you. And honestly, I think that's really why there was like such a, a whole 
hoopla around the shit. It's like people maybe are just not used to watching live comedy or live theater. And that's what happens in live theater. It's a living, breathing organism that's happening in front of you. And uh, that's the performance and everything that's happening from the audience heckling you from even like I've seen shows that some comics are so good about this shit that they'll even if somebody stands up to go to the bathroom, they make that part of the show. And it's all about building context with the room. And that's why I said that everybody was in the room had a good time because we built that context with the room very quickly. People were laughing from the back row to the front row. And uh, I think that's why it felt like a different experience for people who were watching through the screen because that didn't translate you know whenever you have moments like that like a live performance where everybody all 50 people in the room are a part of the performance and somehow contributing to it it become it feels like magic it really does it feels like you're a part of something bigger and you're making this big thing together and now you have all these people from the outside witnessing it too you know and that's why i wanted to have the chat there because the chat is now also a player right and the chat is on stage so the chat is also essentially a performer. And trust me, like people brought the chat in several times, which is exactly what I wanted to happen. Um, so, oh shit, we got the, the sex bot again. Sex bot, sex bot, you're a sex bot. Love you, I can't wait for the roast. I appreciate that, uh, Cena Montana. Thank you for the, the three bucks. Uh, the, the next roast is going to be good. You know, we're going to tighten up a lot of things. I'm fixing up, I'm going to... I want to like this is ideally what I've been trying to do. The guy didn't show up yesterday, but ideally this is what I would love to do. And I purchased a lot of these uh, the things to do it already. So I'm going to take the cables out of the the, the stage. They're going to be all the mics are going to be wireless. I'm going to add some lighting to give texture to the walls because right now everything's really bland, uh, you know, in, in the room. I'm going to add a second angle. Uh, opposite side next to the stage so that we can see the audience and that'll dispel anybody wants to say that 10 people showed up and we'll have an angle so they can see how many people showed up uh, we'll have uh, another angle that's a close-up angle that I was like really trying to to set up and uh, I got a new fridge as well that hopefully for the people who are there and want to get concessions it'll be easier and um, as far as format there are a few things that I want to tighten up uh, but yeah, overall, like, you know, and also I'm definitely going to have somebody working the, uh, the tech. I need somebody working the tech. I can't do tech and host host on the same night. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm an elf. I missed the context on this. I sometimes I don't look at the chat and then I look back and I, I read some stuff and I okay, I feel like I missed a whole conversation. I'm an elf. I'm an I'm immortal. I cannot marry. <laughs> uh just please no CCTV angle. So here's the thing, uh April, I wanted so bad I had a second camera that was like a close-up camera to the stage, and that camera was supposed to be the secondary camera. And the irony of it is that that was the only camera that was working. And the solutions that I've been getting, I even called the manufacturer of the switcher and their solution was for me to buy more of their equipment. And I was like, fuck no, bro. Like your equipment already doesn't work. I'm not going to buy more of it. This has to work because it's the same setup that I have here. So that camera, that angle was supposed to be a secondary angle for us to show when people walk off stage, right? Into the audience or whenever there's any crowd work. The angle that we were going to use was a close-up angle, which is very similar to the angle that I use in my videos on the other channel. Uh, it's a close-up angle. It feels more intimate. It feels like you're in the battle. It feels more like television, to be honest with you. But 
that angle wasn't working. And what people have been telling me is that, oh, the camera's too far, HDMI cables aren't supposed to carry the signal that far. Well, here's the deal. The other camera, the CCTV camera, that camera's over 100 feet away from where the switcher is. And that camera works perfect. Now, the other camera is about 50 feet away. I have a 75-foot HDMI cable that has the, uh, a signal booster on it. It's like a $100 cable, and it still doesn't carry the signal. Yesterday, I was actually able to get the camera to flare up. It was like flaring up. So I know that the signal is somewhat getting there. And I just have to figure out why I'm not getting a full, clean signal out of it. Um, so once I figure that out, and hopefully uh, the person from Sammy's who's going to help me can, you know, figure that one out. But when I figure that out, uh, you know, we should have a, a, a better, like, better coverage of the broadcast. Uh, also, when I add the camera, the, the audience camera, I think it'll give a whole new texture to how people are experiencing it, experiencing it from home. Um so yeah, it, it just felt, you know what it felt like? Like I used to do a lot of one act plays um, or like one man shows or like sketch shows at um, different theaters in New York. Like I did a lot of them at the Magnet Theater. I did a lot of them at the Pit and they always had like a camera in the back, like covering stuff. And it always felt the camera was always far away. And it was always like, you, you're super small on the stage. You don't see like everything good, you know? So that's kind of how it felt like a little bit. So I understand your frustration and I'm, I'm working on it. Trust me. I, I had somebody who was supposed to be here yesterday to fix it. And unfortunately, I guess something happened to them. Hopefully they're okay. But they said that they're going to try to reschedule for today. So, um, you know, I hope, I hope, really hope that we can get this one sorted out. Um, so audience needs a mic at least. So here's the thing. We, the audience did have a mic. There was a whole mic for an audience. I actually got a mic that was specifically used to mic uh, audiences that are used mostly at churches, right? It's, uh, I forgot the name of the mic, but it's it's a road mic, I think. But it's there. I had to buy a whole new mixer just for that mic. I explained it on Patreon, uh, but I'll explain it here. So this mic, I purchased it and I plugged it into the mixer that I had. The problem that happened was that I was getting, I wasn't getting feedback, but I was hearing the mic through the mixer so the audience was going to hear themselves essentially which is something that's like and gonna end up sounding weird sounding weird so i got a whole new mixer for it and maybe the levels were a little low but this is the thing that i have to be careful because there's so many mics on stage uh and the stage is so close together that what ends up happening is you end up getting feedback right we luckily we didn't get any feedback throughout the show but because there are four mics well three mics on stage uh, they're all like so close together. And then there's a mic in the audience. You know, there's a possibility of echo and feedback being created. So it's like a balance of that. So I'm going to raise the uh, the volume for the audience next time. Hopefully it picks it up more. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, I, I understand what you're saying. I did mic the audience, though. You know, it's a matter of like also, you know, because I was running so much shit, uh, I didn't get a chance to like, you know, stop and listen to the broadcast and see, okay, we could raise the, the level here. You know, it's definitely something that I'm going to do in the next one, especially because I'm going to have somebody running tech. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a little, uh, a tighter ship. Definitely. Uh, Kayla donated $2 said, don't give up. Nothing is perfect. The first try. Yeah. It's a, de it's definitely a work in progress. You guys, you're all getting to see, you know, um, you're getting to see me, 
work things out. What, ring out the monitors first. What is that? Look, I, I, I have some knowledge about sound and uh, you know, like I had to, here's the thing too. I had to get a new ground for the mixer because uh, uh, it was creating a feedback loop just off of that. It was creating a, creating a buzzing sound. So, but yeah, I'll look at, I'll look at, uh, I'll look at uh, ringing out the the monitors, what what that means. I don't know what that means specifically, but I'll look into it. Uh, trial and error happens. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, can it be the Sam, the Sam of the show, like Sam from H3 who does props? And say, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, we, we'll eventually have to expand the team. Uh, your first show wasn't 100%, zero out of 10, canceled five ever. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, Jessica. I said, hi, I'm not, I'm not Dennis's personal friend and I'm not here trolling. I, I appreciate that. Uh, watch people's reactions. Humility is actually funny, not the insecurity you've been showing lately. Bro, this is like the kind of funny troll that really, really is funny to me. Are you considering uh, to put a red drape at the background, at least on the sides? That's a good idea. What somebody recommended and that I'm probably going to do is uh, there's wood panels and this really like a wood that's been around since like the 70s. They suggested that I put more brick, the brick like a uh, sticker, I guess, over it and uh, have somebody like I was going to have a, like a, a like different artists tag off the wall anyway but I could have them tag up the sidewalls as well. So that's one thing that I'm thinking of doing. I'm also adding different lights uh, to the, you know, the house lights. I'm going to add uh, hue lights and just th throw different colors, like splash different colors on the walls, just to give it a little bit of a different mood and texture. Um, also, I mean, we just started setting everything up. Eventually I want to have like, you know, like I want to de really decorate the wall. Now it's kind of bare. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot we can do with this space. Um, art tagging would be cool. Yeah, and we know a lot of street artists out around here in LA. I know, I know a guy in New York too. He would be great. He used to tag up all the light posts in New York. I used to see his name all the time. Even after we stopped like uh, collabing, because we collabed for a minute. Um, I remember I should hit him up dude. let me paint. I got a lot of pics of my graph. Yeah. Send it, email it to me. And, uh, if you're down in LA, if you're in LA, we can figure something out. Um, yeah. What's everyone talking about? They're comparing you to Keem and Trisha. You seem fine to me. Yeah, I know. It's kind of wild. Uh, Hey, Steven, shout out to WeChat. He just landed in New York. Hey, shout out. Hope you hope you had a good trip. He's got a show out in New York today. If you can catch it no, on the 26th. So two days from today. If you can catch it, go ahead, catch it. It's at Union Hall. Uh, yeah, do your own thing. That's what I'm doing. I appreciate it. Tom has said, uh, like some people have said here, don't respond to Vid's criticism about you. Do your own thing. Exactly. That's what I've been doing. I'm trying. I've been trying to, uh, you know, just like, expand what I do, do something different. I, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. I'm, uh, I'm sick of the, the gossip and all that stuff. I know people like enjoy it. I, I, I'm still going to do commentary on things that are happening, but I, I do want to just like do and talk about different things, you know, 
that are a little more like lighthearted or whatever. Uh, anyway, we are arriving at the two minute ten two two minute two hour and ten minute mark, and I'm gonna start wrapping up because I actually haven't had breakfast. I uh, <laughs> I gotta eat something. I also have a lot of other shit I gotta do today. It's a busy day, so I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, make sure you go check out Stephen's show if you're in New York. Two minute long stream, yes, yes, it went by like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shout out to anybody in LA. Hey, email me fanmail at deafnoodles.com if you if you feel like you have ideas and we can discuss it there. Uh, if you're looking for if, if you look into getting SDI cables for the cameras, so that's one thing we tried actually, Dan. We tried SDI cables and for some reason it wasn't working. Uh, it didn't work. So I actually called Black Magic and that's the thing they told me to do. They told me to get the same switcher that I have, but with SDI inputs. So I mean, at the end of the day, I may end up doing that. Let's see. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I did read that SDI cables are more, um, uh, what do you call it? Like more, they, they carry the signal better essentially. But anyway, uh, I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much to everybody in the chat. Uh, this was fun. You know, we haven't done, uh, one of these in a while, but, uh, but yeah, I'll see all of you around again on Friday or tomorrow's video. Uh, oh, by the way, we do have a show here on Friday. If you haven't gotten tickets yet, make sure you get tickets. A lot of really funny comedians from L.A. right here. Get your tickets. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tickets to the Roast Battle have completely sold out. This is the other show we're doing, so get your tickets for this because it's going to be fun. Uh, and, yeah, I'll see you around. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.